This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you want better mental health? Then BetterHelp is for you. It is affordable, accessible, and most importantly, personalized online therapy. There is a special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash the Lucy Pod. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash the Lucy Pod. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Please remember that the Lucy Pod is not a replacement for professional medical advice. If you have questions or concerns about your own amazing brain, please speak to a medical professional. I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I speak to you all today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. And here's just a couple of PSAs and things to be cautious of. There are some moments in this episode where there are a couple of audio glitches because not everybody has perfect connection and perfect Wi-Fi, so please understand. Uh, This episode will be in several parts. Um, So the first sort of chunk of the episode is going to be with the lovely Claire and Lois and I as a group talking about OCD and ADHD. And then the second chunk of this podcast is going to be a conversation between Lois and I where we go a little more in depth about premenstrual syndrome and how it impacts our ADHD and our emotions and I'd just like to thank Lois and Claire for coming on once again and being such lovely guests all right hello everyone and welcome back to the Lucy pod I hope that you are all doing well and staying safe before I introduce today's topic I just want to say that Your girl had her second driving lesson. I'm at my second driving lesson. I was dreading driving. I was nauseous. My stomach was in knots. And I resented everyone around me for pushing me to do it. But it hasn't been that bad. My instructor is a legend. He's patient, clear, calm, helpful, and hilarious. I've always been paranoid about driving because I am ADHD and I have it in my head that because I can't focus, I will not be able to focus on the road. But plenty of ADHD people drive every day, my dad included, and he's a fine driver. So I'm going to become a good driver too. When I start um, to do the test and go through that process, I will start documenting that driving journey a little more closely. But I thought it would be good at the beginning of each episode to give you a little update on each lesson that I have to encourage people who may or may not be ADHD who are starting their driving lessons for the first time. So yeah, in terms of my first uh, and second lesson out of five, I'd give it a four and a half out of five because I was very nervous. I'm still very nervous and I don't know how to break. But other than that, it's been really enjoyable and not such a scary experience. So no stress. Anyway, moving on to today's episode. Uh, It's going to be with two of my lovely friends, Lois and Claire. You will have met Lois in my ADHD episode about black girls and ADHD black girl magic. She is the nursing and paramedicine student at ACU. And then there is my lovely friend, Claire, who is a student at university. And she discussed uh, OCD and ADHD and the parallels. Well, today I brought these two lovely girls together and we are going to talk about ADHD slash OCD and PMS and experience menstruation and how it impacts our emotions and mood all right let me start okay so hi everyone welcome back to the lucy pod today i have two very special guests on for a group interview i've got my lovely friend claire and my lovely friend lois as well say hello ladies 
Wait, what's on? Lois is making a funny facial expression. I don't know why. Did it just freeze? Yep, you froze. Ah, I can't believe <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm going to stop it myself. Okay. Keep in mind, listeners, that there are technical issues happening with this episode, so be nice um, and keep that in mind. So today's episode is going to be about um, PMS and periods and how they impact people who are neurodiverse. So we've got Claire, who has OCD, and then you've got Lois and I, who are both um, ADHD. And we're going to talk about our experiences on how PMS can affect our emotions and how it impacts um, our experience. So I'm going to share a series of facts with you ladies, and we're going to talk about them. And then I have some individual questions um, regarding, you know, the PMS experience and um and periods because it's um it's something that disproportionately impacts girls with ADHD and people with OCD because we've already got like emotional regulatory issues it's already very complicated to like deal with the added layer of having a period that's even more stressful so it was found that because OCD is a heterogeneous disorder, it appears to be that there's a subgroup of female OCD patients where the premenstrual period is associated with a higher frequency of depression, anxiety, um, and sometimes suicidality, and this can attribute to many hormonal influx. Then in terms of girls who are ADHD, it's been found that estrogen, so there's an overproduction of estrogen, um, can stuff up the dopamine and serotonin receptors in an ADHD brain. So therefore all the symptoms of ADHD are completely stuffed up and unwired when you're on your period, which just sounds like great fun. So what do you ladies think about that? How do you feel about hormones? How do they impact you? I'll start off with you, Lois, first. How do you feel about this? And hope you don't freeze. (laughs) I hope I don't freeze too. If I do, I'll switch to my AirPods and hopefully you're all good. Um, yeah, look, I don't know. I feel like all my life I've just had a lot of, like, my period symptoms and PMS symptoms have just been, like, really, really exacerbated. Like, Mm -hmm. when, and, like, the thing is, is that I literally, like, it gets to that point where it's just like, oh, I'm really, like, annoyed. I don't know why. Everything's pissing me off. Mm -hmm. And then I get good old, you know, Miss Red coming through. (laughs) Miss Red. Yeah. That's why. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like... I don't know. Um, yeah, I haven't actually put my thought to that with AD, the correlation between ADHD and PMS symptoms mm-hmm. just yet. Like, I feel like since being recently diagnosed, like, everything that I thought was my normal, I guess, I don't know, it's just, you know, did, did you want to get me to get away? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 it's confusing. It's like you don't know, like, is this me being emotionally, like, having emotional irregulation issues, dysregulation, or is it the PMS? And you don't know yeah, what to attribute. No, no, that is, yeah. No, that, that yeah. is a thing. That is definitely a thing. What about you, Claire? How do you find that and sort of how periods and such impact your moods as someone Actually, who is OCD? So along with Lois here, like there's so many things that definitely flare up with like other PMS symptoms and stuff, but it's so hard to discern like what is just a regular mental health flare up and what's just the hormones. And, you know, maybe it's not that it has to be one or the other. Maybe it's both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm sort of navigating this space quite newly as well. So it's very, very sort of interesting trying to, I, I guess, looking at your, yourself and your body in a very different lens. 
It is. It really makes you... Because I, I never thought that there'd be a correlation. And then I remember seeing an article being like, your PMS might be worse because you're ADHD. And I'm like, ah, because... There's no way that you can just have scorching, horrific PMS for no reason. Like, there's just... That would just be terrible if every woman was so, like, in the scorching, red-hot zone of awful for no damn good reason. But then again, there's no research in, like, women and women's bodies and um, and periods. So, no, it is something to consider. And you're constantly, like, balancing, like, is it... Is this PMS? Am I overreacting? Am I just trying to attach the ADHD to it? Or is it like a genuine, there's a genuine link? But I, I think there is. So I'm going to ask you guys some individual questions. So the first thing is, what age did you guys start your period? I started mine very young. I was 11. What about you, Claire? Uh, um, I think I was probably 12. Oh, my God, that is young. That is young, like me. Yeah, it was, it was 12 or 13. I, I don't really remember. That's that's young. What about you? Tell how much it really mattered to me. <laughs> it mattered to me. See, I remember like mine in the day. Like I remember it all. I wanted mine so bad, but you know, some people sort of proud. What about you, Lois? How old were you? Yeah, actually, Claire, we, I was the same age as you. I was twelve when I first oh my got my God. period, and it was really funny because it's just such like a um, hype thing, I guess, in my family. And that's not really the right word, but like I remember when I got it told my mum about it and she was all like, oh, my gosh, you're a woman. Yeah, I love that, though. That's so cute. My family's a woman. I'm very much blasé about it. Like, it's not, like, super exciting. I just remember, like, waking up with these massive... Honestly, I thought they were brown at first. I thought it was, like, this massive brown stain. I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Yes. What did I do in the middle of the night? And then... I went to my mom. I was like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing, but I literally don't know what just happened. And she was like, oh. Yeah, it's weird. You're a woman now. Let's play this up. Okay. Yeah, straight up. Like, I didn't even have anything massive. Like, it was, like, this tiniest dot. Is this a competition, Lois? Like, I didn't even have anything that big. Like, mine was mine was really clean. Like, I was really, really yeah, like, good. Really, just so tidy and little. And, like, it's just perfect, 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 perfect. <laughs> But the worst thing is, is that I was super excited about it. So same, I decided to go same. on Instagram and be like, oh, guys, something really excited happened to me today. And then when people were asking, oh, what, what was it? I was like, oh, mind your business. Never mind. <laughs> that is oh, so funny. No. Oh, that's amazing. And I'm like, no, that was not it, Lola. Oh, that was not it. That's not <laughs> it. I mean. material right there. I mean. <laughs> At least you were proud. Like, I remember girls at school would lie about having their periods. Like, I was one of the only people to get it in my group. And then when my friends started getting it, they're like, I didn't want to tell you. Like, they would lie. And I'd say, I saw you had pads in your bag. Like, that was my sister's. Like, you don't have a sister. Why would you? (laughs) Like, it was so, it's so weird. I remember my, I found out at my grandparents' house and my grandpa was so happy. He was like, oh, my God, like, we have to do something. My grandma was so excited. And then my mum came over. Yeah. It was like, it was the occasion, but then my grandma's like, you're a bit too young though. Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, I think I'm just young. Like, like, yeah. like sorry. <laughs> Should I? Young okay. I? I think I actually went to the doctor and like told them that I'd started just to like let them know because it is quite young. Like usually people yeah. get it around, I think, what, 15 and such. And I think between like age ranges of like 10 and 13, it's quite young. Like that's yeah. quite, 
that's a lot. That's a lot for a child to <laughs> to to take on. Like now you have a period and now you have to like deal with it. Well, um, especially when you haven't gone through like sex ed or anything. Like mm. I remember one of my close friends, they got their period and it was just I remember her trying to talk me through it at the age of like ten and I'm just here like, I don't get what you're trying to say. say I don't get mean? it. <laughs> it's a lot because <laughs> you're still playing with Barbies like I was still playing with dolls when I was 11 <laughs> and I'm like I have to change a pad ew I'm like no but you know it's it's the way it is. so the next thing I wanted to ask is what are your PMS cycles like like when do you experience your PMS symptoms or are you someone who's like no I'm a monster on my period and then before my period I'm fine like what what is the cycle for you guys what a, what what about for you Lois um, I'd say like leading up before, like, like I was saying before, like it's literally maybe like, mm, let's go with five days mm. before sometimes, yeah. or even just a bit more than that, that I start to like have little things where I get more like narky at the little things or getting more snappy and just loss of patience mm-hmm. or, you know, like, I don't know, like stuff like that. And then I'm like, I get, yeah, then I get my period. I'm like, huh, that's all's why, <laughs> you know, yeah. like. Also yeah. before, and then during my period, it's kind of like chill. Mm. And then, yeah, same cycle again. Same cycle again, yep. What about you, Claire? Um, probably the week beforehand, but I don't think it'd be super crabby. I tend to just be, like, really sad. Oh. Like, I am such a depressed little person for a week, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, that, that explains like, it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah, that's that's the worst yeah. part. I, I saw a TikTok and it was like when you're before your period and you start getting a bit dark and it's like I'm having one of those moments. I'm having one of those <laughs> yeah. moments. Yeah. I'm having one. And then when you get your period, you go, oh my god! Like, yeah, of course. Like I'll go into the thought of everyone hates me, no one likes me, I've got no friends, everyone's gonna leave it. Then after my period, I'm like, the way it switches up. Yeah, you feel so confident. Right? Oh, you feel so good. All my friends, I'm sorry for my bad behavior. <laughs> Things I said. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> oh. um, and the other thing I was going to ask is, do you guys mentally prepare for PMS and your period? So, like, your OCD or your ADHD isn't on the negative side? Like, I remember when I was seeing my psych, I told her, you know, I get really, really nutty before my period. And she's like, well, make a conscious effort to know that that's your period coming so that it helps you regulate your ADHD better. What do you guys do? Do you just like let it happen? And every time it's the same cycle of I'm really angry. And then you're like, oh, it's my period. Or do you now have this thing of, okay, no, I need to like meditate on the fact that I've got my period and that like makes the ADHD or the OCD easier. What are your like strategies? Well, you don't have one. Whoever wants to answer. To be honest, I don't have one. Like now that you've mentioned it, that's actually a good idea because I feel like that's something that I should start to do a bit more because then it's like I take my anger on the smallest things that don't need to be, you know, picked on about and it's Mm. like, oh, wait, (laughs) that was me because (laughs) PMS. And then that's not an excuse. Like I can't be treating people like rudely or being mean because I have got PMS symptoms. That's something that I need to learn to keep under control. Mm. And, you know, sometimes it just, it's, it, that's just natural. It's just natural. You're going to get, like, emotional. You're going to have hard oh, times, you know. You're, like, yeah, dealing with it. But like you said, Lucy, like, making a conscious effort to actually, you know, figuring out, okay, is this PMS or is this, you know, um, mental health related, you know? Yeah. Like, what's actually happening? Let's get to the root of it. Let's actually make a conscious effort to, you know, to, to deal with this before it goes down spiral. Yeah. What about you, Claire? 
Because it almost acts like a like a a cloud over you. Your period it really changes. It I, for me personally it alters the way that I think and view things. Like, you know, let's say it's like you know when like w- women say that they're really moody when they're pregnant. Like, let's say you ask you know your partner to go get you chocolate and he brings you vanilla flavor instead. A normal person normally you would just be like, oh well, that's a bit annoying. Like whatever. But then you know on your period, it's like, no, this is an attack. Like you don't care about me. You don't listen to me. And you really think you're justified in those emotions. And you're like, no, no, this is it. And then afterwards you come out of it and you're like, oh my God, what, like, what was that? Like, absolutely. What was that behavior? And you really think it's rational. Like I never used to stop and think, hang on, you're on your period. I used to think, no, I'm allowed to flip out at someone because they forgot to get me something when it's like, actually, no, you can't. You can't just flip out at people. But it's a real cloud for me. Like, it really clouds my judgment and my ability to go, hang on, Luce, you're about to say or do something regrettable. Stop. It's like Mm. ugly. It's like a monster. It's like the monkey on your back. And especially with anxious thoughts, I think it does that. Here's a little, mm, I wouldn't say it's an ad break because there's no ad here, but here's a little pause because not everybody knows what we are talking about. Um, And by that I mean some people might not be familiar with the terms that we are using in today's episode. Uh, In another life, I would have a sex podcast because I'm fascinated by human sexuality and I think sex education is very important. So, yes, in another life, I would have a sex ed podcast. So this is my way of sort of bridging that gap and that need. But before we get uh, back to the interview, I want to clarify a few terms. There may be some terms, like I said just before, that you may not be aware of when listening to this episode. So the first one is menstruation slash period. Menstruation or period is normal vaginal bleeding that occurs as part of a person's monthly cycle. Every month your body prepares for pregnancy and if no pregnancy occurs, the uterus or womb sheds its lining. The next term is PMS, which stands for premenstrual syndrome, and it is a condition or a syndrome that has a wide variety of signs and symptoms, including mood swings, tender breasts, food cravings, fatigue, irritability, and depression. It's estimated that as many as three of every four menstruating people have experienced some form of premenstrual syndrome. The next term is PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder, and it is a severe, sometimes debilitating extension of premenstrual syndrome. Although PMS and PDD, PMDD both have physical and emotional symptoms, PMDD causes extreme mood shifts that can disrupt daily life and damage relationships. All right, let's get back to the podcast. It does that. Do you guys ever find falling into repetitive, anxious thoughts before your period? 
Lois is like 100. nodding her head. She's like, Absolutely. yes, yes. Sure. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Like, is it just repetitive? Are they the same thoughts or are they just thoughts getting worse? Because for me, it's just the same thought. It's like one thought that I fixate on. And then it just like, keeps going. I think a good example is like when, so just for example, like you sometimes you can get conscious of like when your PMS and mm. like symptoms really become like overbearing and like you recognize, yes, I am actually being very emotional. Yeah. So then you start to overthink, oh my gosh, I am a terrible person. Oh my yes. gosh, people hate me. Oh my yep. gosh, like it just goes yeah, into that downward spiral. I feel like that's a good example. I don't know if you guys experience yeah, that. Yeah, no, as no, well. no. That is, that that's true. What about you, Claire? Yeah, no, I think it tends to be just sort of the same things that amplified. Mm. Like, I, I think something that I guess happens for me is like while the feelings kind of get a fair bit stronger, like it, the same ruminations and the same sort of intrusive thoughts tend to crop up pretty frequently, which I guess makes it a bit easier to sort of prepare for if you know that the same issue is going to come up again. Mm-hmm. But I found that, like, separating the feeling from the thought really helps me, as in, like, sure, I'm feeling really, really sad right now. Mm. Um, and I'm going to let myself feel sad. Yeah. I'm not going to let myself believe that, like, I'm the worst human being just because I'm feeling sad right now. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Like your thoughts are not you because they're not, and like your thoughts actually exactly. mean nothing. And like I yeah. can't, I, I can acknowledge the fact that an irrational thought has made me upset. Yeah, definitely. Saying that that thought actually means anything, and yeah. I just like deal with being upset without having to try and deal with the thought. I guess. Yeah. No. 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 I think that's like, it, like either way, yeah. I still feel upset regardless of whether the thought is rational or not. So. Yeah. But you don't let it, like, yeah, you shouldn't feel bad about feeling bad. You should just mm, be like, this exactly. is just, Like, it's, it's yeah. normal to feel upset, especially when there's, like, hormones and stuff involved. If oh, you yeah. feel a certain way, you feel a certain way, and you just got to ride it out. But, you know, it's, it's kind of hard when you're really feeling like you need to take it out on other people, I guess, mm. or... Um, if you, you feel like you need to take it out on yourself even with some, like, self-hatred thoughts. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just just sort of consciously trying to separate, yeah, again, the feeling and the thought. Yeah. I tend to, to find really helps. That's a really good strategy. I think the reason why I find to do those things hard is because it this sounds bad, but I'm not good at thinking in the sense of reflection because I get so distracted. Like <laughs> meditating on my thoughts, like <laughs> sit down so and reflect. I'm like, like that's great advice, Claire, but I'm sitting here going, yeah, but then I'm going to think about that book that I've got to read and then the character <laughs> in the movie and then Sims. Oh, my God, what am I doing on Sims? I'm going to watch a YouTube video now and I'm going to watch. So it's like I think that's you. I don't know for you, Lois, but for me it's like yeah. an inner, I have an inability. I love Claire. She's like so meditative. She's like, you know, if you think your thoughts, like very that's, rational. That's problem. I'm a little bit too pensive. Like, I get stuck <laughs> in my own thoughts for way too long and I overthink massively. Like, sometimes, sometimes I get a little gem here or there. You know? No, that's good. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? What were you going to say, Lois? Oh, no, that's why, like, whenever I try to reflect on something, I write it down because I know that something else will pop up in my head. So I'm like, I'm going to write that down too. (laughs) Yeah, just, you know what, let's write down that tip. 
Your yeah. thoughts are not you. Meditate on those thoughts, but don't let them consume you. It's a very, exactly. it's, no, it is a good way to go about things. I guess I think it's just harder when you've got your ADHD and it's just like, <laughs> absolutely not, absolutely yeah. not. Um, so a question I want to ask you, Claire, so obviously we hate the, like, stereotype about if you're OCD, you're a clean freak, you're really mm. weird about things. But do you ever experience like, oh, this is not pleasant with your period? Like, does it ever gross you out? Or do you just Um, think, nah, it doesn't gross me out. It's just that. Yes, a little bit it can. Um, Although there is kind of like a real feminist spite part of me that's like I refuse to feel dirty for having my period, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that being said, it can definitely, well, that may not necessarily be like, the personal hygiene-related intrusive thoughts mm. can definitely flare up some of the other ones, like the thoughts about contaminated food and things like that. Um, okay. Definitely get a lot worse. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting because it's not like, I guess with everything, it's just absolutely not what you expect your brain to make. <laughs> the That's... you expect your brain to make or like which certain thought path. Yeah. Because I would think it would be a – because for me, I would think you'd be concerned about, like, I'm gross rather than, like, food contamination. Like, my mind would immediately be like, this is really disgusting. Not that periods – but, like, if I were in that frame, I'd be like, this is really gross. I feel really gross. I don't like this. But that's interesting that it would bring up other – sort of, like, issues with, like, our contamination yeah, and yeah. such. Hmm. I guess it would depend on the person, maybe something. True, 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 um, true. It, I guess it just depends on what your, like, overall thoughts are in the first place, mm. you know? Like, mm. I, I just happen to already sort of have those thoughts about, like, contaminated food and things. Mm. Mm. So maybe maybe it's just the fact that it's making those ones worse. And that's just your thing. And what about you, Lois? Like, do you have any, like, ADHD sensory issues that, like, make having a period uncomfortable and it's just like, oh, this is terrible? Definitely. Like, I don't know if this is TMI, but, like, wiping yourself when you're changing your pad or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. feeling the blood come out. It's just oh, like, oh, it's so yes. unpleasant. It's just some, and like, not because it's, like, bad to have a period, but, like, yeah. it, I find blood makes me feel a bit faint. Like, I can do it in a horror context, but, like, in a medical setting and like in a put it's quite yeah no no that's that's fair but like and it's weird because i'm like coming from medical background mm. like studying that i'm yeah. fine with blood seeing it on other people but the second yeah. it's coming out of myself it's just a whole nother you can't way. you just yeah. can't yeah yeah I, I i i agree with that it's just yeah. like this and you feel and obviously you know that it's like watching for me like a blood test happen like when the blood goes into the tube yeah. that makes me feel so faint <laughs> And I feel yeah. the same way about having a period. It's like, oh, my God, like, it's coming out of me. It's, mm. I feel, like, I even feel clammy. Straight up. It's, Straight up. Or, like, it's, I don't know if you guys get really heavy periods, but, like, the clots as well. Oh, like, so, oh yes. it's, <laughs> it's so unpleasant. It's so unpleasant. It's so, so unc- the worst. Yeah. Oh, and you, like, think about, oh, it's just, yeah, no, it's highly, um, no, no, it's it's uncomfortable. I, I, mm. I sympathise with that. I don't think anyone enjoys clots, though. Like, I don't oh, know anyone. And who's I think like they give you the worst cramps like it's oh, actually yeah. they do 
They do, they do, Straight they do. Up. Oh, <laughs> I love it. This has all become just like, a, oh, you know, periods are really shitty. And, um, such a, you know, such a great episode. I love it. No, but it's oh important, God, it's you know. I was going to put a trigger warning like we're talking about periods, but then I thought, no, this is really important. No, this that is people, normal. This okay, is really normal. It just says it on the tin, you know. Yeah, it just, yeah. this is, this is what it should, what it should if you, be. If you open up an episode or something and it's titled, Pam has a letter. You're not expecting it to be talking about periods. Well, I've got news for you. I have a, I have something to tell you. No, no. And the other question, the other question I had, obviously we already talked about, but what are some of your, what are some things that happen during your PMS time that trigger you? Like what are certain things that will spur on your irritability, your sadness, your anxiety? Whoever's willing to answer first, I don't mind. I'm like thinking. <laughs> what are, what are... <laughs> Just people talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, being invited onto podcast episodes. <laughs> you know what, Claire? You know what? Get out. Actually, get out of my podcast. <laughs> no, but what would be. I think people asking me questions really aggravates me. Before. Like, why, like, are you in a mood today? And it's like, okay, that's it. Now. Oh, no, nah, you set me off when <laughs> like, you said that. You set me off. You... It's like, I wasn't, but now I am. <laughs> no. Are you on your period? Oh. oh my God. <laughs> or the, you're a little bit tender. You sure your period's not coming. It's like, that's it. That is Stop it. it. Stop it. Stop. I'm, I'm getting angry just thinking about it. Like, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting clammy. But what would be, <laughs> I'm getting clammy. I'm getting clammy. Pads make me clammy. Clots make me clammy. But uh, what would be something that would set you off? Like, <laughs> putting all jokes aside. You're like, no, literally talking to people. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Just anything where I have to, because, like, I swear my normal state of being is people pleaser. But mm. if I am, like, really hormonal and cranky and anyone tries to, like, push me and ask me to do things, I get so crabby. I'm like, don't I do enough for you for already? And it's like, Ooh. a person I've never done anything for ever. Oh. <laughs> like, oh Claire, Claire at work. <laughs> Claire, could you put that away? Um, could you fire those things? Oh, don't I do enough for you? It's like, okay, you're fired. You're fired. Can you actually rock up to work? Absolutely not. <laughs> No, thank you. Well, there should be period leave, but that's like a whole other. That's a whole other conversation. What about you, Lois? What what sets yeah, you off? What gets I feel that? Claire, like you're, I like you. Like for example, it might be something as simple as, oh, so have you put this laundry away? Well, I always do the laundry. So why don't you put it away? <laughs> and it's like if you just let it, like, set it in my line of sight, I probably yeah. would have just done it on my own anyway. Mm. Because you asked me to do it. <laughs> if you ask me to do it, I'm angry now. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. That is, yeah, asking a question or even, like, something like, oh, um, I didn't know you had that T-shirt. And it's like, so why? Do you not like my T-shirt now? So I'm not allowed to wear clothes. <laughs> and my dad's like, no, I just didn't know you had it in that colour. Oh, so now you have an issue with the colour. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, color, huh? You don't like color, is that right? Oh, amazing. Yeah, and it just, yeah, it kind of um, gets worse. And I think for, I don't know if this is the same for you, Lois, but when you're in that state, because of the ADHD, it takes a long time to come back and the only time yes. you come back is a while after when you realise the damage is done. Like you're, mm-hmm. you have the freak out, everyone's telling you, stop it, you're, you're going to say things that are hurtful and then you don't do it in the moment and then afterwards you're like... If only I had just not... If only I just listened. If only I just... But you can't... I find it very hard to pull myself out of it. I find that... What about you? Do you find yourself like, I can't pull myself out of it? Hold on. Wait, did you... Fr- yeah, no, you freeze and then you back. It's fine. Okay. Um, I was going to say, yes, very much so. And that also brought me to think about how sometimes when I'm, when I'm in that PMS state, I think about how it's really hard for me to focus like a lot more. Yes. I know about that. Yes. Yes. When I think about it, I'm always either on my phone. I'm in that, what's it called? When you freeze and you physically can't do anything, even though you really want to. Catatonic. Yes. Catatonic. Like yeah, the ADHD yeah. catatonic state or the paralysis. The yes. ADHD yes. where you just ADHD paralysis. And you just I doom like, scroll. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's terrible. And even when I take my meds, it still happens. And I'm just like, oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's so bad. It's so bad. And it's like, oh, well, I really need to do this. I really want to do this. And oh, well, I'm Oop, you froze. Okay. Buffer, let's go. Oh, oh, did I freeze again? You froze again, but I think I think we got it. So you were like saying how you're like, I really want to do this thing, but then yeah. you're like, mm, okay, but there's this thing pulling me, exactly. like on TikTok. I'm in loading mode. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I I find that's the same. What about you, Claire? Because you don't struggle with attention issues. Because you're lucky. You're no, lucky, unlike us. I totally relate to that. Whole oh, good. Paralysis thing. Although I'm sure it can't, like it happens because of different reasons. Yeah. But I will for sure just sit there and do absolutely nothing. I have, will have a million things that I want to do. Yeah. But I'm just like you can't. the action of getting and doing it. Mm, not yeah. happening. Not happening. It's just it really, and I think also because like being having PMS like. It's also physical issues that you get, like, you know, you get cramps, you get bloating. So it also makes it you less likely to want to get up and do something. Like, it's much easier for me to go on my phone than get up and go for a walk because I have cramps. Like, why would I get up and have a walk and have cramps? So it's like a physical manifestation as well that would prevent, yeah, from from doing anything. Um, Lois, do you find that your medication helps it a bit or do you think your symptoms completely override it? With your period. I feel like my symptoms completely override it. Same, like, same. I'm just like, did I forget? And then I look, I'm like, no, I've taken them all today. Like, yeah. <laughs> where, where, where is the effects? Come on. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. What about yeah. you, Claire? Do you find that your medication helps with this or do you uh, reckon it just completely dominates? Uh, honestly, I feel like it does absolutely nothing for it. In fact, it may even make it worse. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Oh. We're, we're good. We're surviving. We're we, we work through it. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not great. That's yeah. We're just a couple of people who can't get up and do things. So it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I I hate that though because even though like ADHD meds specifically shouldn't be mood stabilizers, you wish they would. Like you would, yeah. you would assume that. I'm PMSing, I'm not in my right frame, surely the medication should step in to help, right? Oh, like you yeah. would you would think that, but it doesn't. And then I start doubting, I think, okay, well, maybe I should just not take my meds when I'm on my period yeah. because... Take me up. Before, 
Well, because uh, it do, they don't work. I don't think it worsens it, but they just don't do anything. They just don't do anything for you. And mm. then it's like, well, I'm just here doing nothing. I've taken all my meds for the day. What else am I doing? What, what's what's there to do? Yeah, no, no, I find that. And Claire, what do you? Why do you think it may make your your PMS worse? Um, I feel like there's it's probably mostly the nausea side of it. Like, because I've already got that like nausea side effect, and then oh my gosh, the hormones go off, and all of a sudden you're on your period, and you just want to throw up all the time. So I I feel like it just yeah just compounds a couple of things. It just kind of really annoying. It adds to it, and. Yeah, no, that oh, that sounds so, so unpleasant. Like, it's just, it's just awful. Like, I think it's so important to talk about periods and to not make them sound like this terrible, horrific thing and to be ashamed about. But I don't think people realise the mental load that it has on people and especially people who are neurodiverse. And girls, I feel like already are you seen as nuts if you're emotional and you're also seen as nuts if you're neurodiverse. And then if you come forward and say... I'm really struggling with my period. I feel like sometimes people are like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, you're, it's just yeah. your period. Don't worry. It's like, no, but it's a lot It's a lot more than that. How do you guys find the way in which people sort of respond to periods and how that sort of informs you and how you feel about it and your PMS? Do you find yourself feeling embarrassed, like you can't talk to people, or do you think, fuck it, I'm just going to I'm gonna share it on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> come this far too <laughs> late to back out now honestly <laughs> um I feel like that's definitely come with time like for me just specifically I feel like out in high school I'd be so scared to share if I was on my period or like you know oh my gosh like I gotta do you guys have a pad like I need to go to the toilet I gotta change my pad oh my yeah. god yeah now it's like I just walk around I've got it around if people the pad on your face pad, yeah exactly <laughs> I need to change it okay mm. sorry like yeah. if you get offended by that grow up because it happens it, yeah. people get their periods and it's not for you to also say within that if somebody is on their period and they're feeling a lot more emotional than normal for you to be like are you on your period? Oh, oh, like, you know, calm down. Or like, just yeah. be insensitive about it. It's unkind. It's it happens mm. and it really affects people's lives, you know, like. It mm. is. No, no, it does. How, what about you, Claire? How do you feel with that? Yeah, I mean, I guess I've always sort of been pretty lucky to be around people who are really open with it. Mm. And, in fact, like, around a lot of people who kind of, have been forced to be really open with it because they've got things like endo and, like, unless you explain what endo actually is... No one knows. And yeah. how, how awful it is, then no one tends to really know what it is, especially men. Men just don't know what it is. Mm. Men. Um, and how <laughs> awful it is. Uh, so, yeah, I guess the, the silver lining of, you know, unfortunately, one, one in nine, at least one in nine women having endo is that you tend to be surrounded by a lot of people who are very willing to talk about... Mm what they go through and share their experiences because unfortunately since the medical community tends to be very dismissive we just sort of have to turn to each other about it yeah um yeah so we yeah always sort of been really open it's really good that you've had that like i feel like that makes such a big difference in how Mm. open you are and how understanding everybody is around you about it like so good if you've had Mm. oh definitely 
no, no. I, that I, support throughout most of your life. That's really good. Um, Lois, because you're doing nursing, how do you feel about the way in which sort of the medical world, specifically men in the medical field, respond to periods and sort of women coming to them and saying, I'm depressed before my period, and people are going, yeah, that's normal. It's like, no, it's it's not. Or, you know, I feel suicidal before my period. That's normal. Or I feel like I'm going to vomit every day before my period. Like, how do, you, how do you feel about that as a girl who's in the medical field? Yeah. I feel like if you're seeing a male doctor, it's stop. so much more hard. <laughs> Just stop. No, no, no. Just stop. Just don't. No, no, no. See a male doctor, sis. Yeah, no. Going to male doctors about unless they are very experienced and they've actually actually are a very good, you know, gynecologist or you know, specialized in that area. Then fine, go for it. That's okay. Yeah. But just seeing like a male GP about you know your PMS period symptoms, it can be. Touch and go. Quite a bit of a rusty move there, and I don't want to just speak on every male GP. No, of course not. You know. There's good and bad ones. It's just from what I've experienced and from what other people have told me, it's just not a very pleasant experience. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, uh, yeah, way better seeing like a female gynae or even female GP, whoever you're comfortable with. Um, Mm. But yeah, like it's just, it's very, very hit or miss. (laughs) It is hit hit or miss. miss. It is hit or miss. And I find that like even like you'll say, to you know even like I remember explaining to one of my therapists you know I'm I don't think my PMS is normal and they're like well it's very normal for women to have like this response with PMS it's like yeah but it's but it's not normal like it should be something else and then when I saw another one they were like well it's because you're ADHD obviously but no one had ever affirmed that for me so I just thought no, you're just one of those girls who gets, like, really bad PMS and yeah. it's just something that, you know, to accept, like, you know, accept painful periods when, no, it's due to something else and it's not right that I feel so yeah. bad beforehand. I shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't have to feel that way. Um, but, yeah, you're kind of sort of told, like, it's normal to, like, you know, scream at people and lose it. It's like it's actually not okay. It's, it's not, actually, exactly. It's actually unac- it's unacceptable. But it is. It's not. It's not nice. It's not. Um. It's not pleasant to mm. to to yell at others. And I think that's why it's so important to surround surround yourself with people who understand. Because then you feel a lot of shame. Like we yeah. were saying before, you feel really shitty. And like, oh god, Absolutely. I'm such a. I'm such a well, bad this person. is kind of get, sorry. This is kind of going no, no. slightly off topic, but no, on no. the same topic. Like with like, for example, my birth control, for example. Yeah, yeah. And you know, when some women go on birth control, they get so many effects. There's so many effects that yeah. aren't necessarily voiced to them about, but then they experience it, and then you know, they tell that to their GP or their doctor, mm-hmm. and it's like. No, well, it's not due to the medication. You might just be like, have you been eating properly? Have you been doing yeah. this? Yeah. Like and it's like, no, because I experienced that when I was on birth control and I gained a lot of weight and I was like, this is so weird. Like I was going to the gym as well, trying to work it off. I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Went to the doctor. I did all my research and I'm like, it's, it's definitely the birth control. Like there's all these new hormones being added to my body. Like yeah. I don't think it's anything else. Yeah. And when I tried to explain that, they were like, well, have you been eating properly? Or like what's happened? What else is happening? Yeah. Just, I'm like, no, it's the birth control. And what ha- lo and behold, when I took it out, I lost all the weight. So there you go. You you stopped. You yeah. Go. Yeah, no, no. I think yeah. that yeah, it's just seen like, yeah, like that's like women, it's basically what we're told is 
this is the way it is. You will have to do things in your life that are unpleasant and they're just part of being a woman. Exactly, and it's it should not be like that. It's it's, so it's not correct. It's just not, it's not right. Hard. Like, you basically tell women, like, you know, when you give birth, it's going to be horrible. Or when you have your period, it's going to be horrible. When you have sex for the first time, it's going to be horrible and you're going to have to sacrifice everything to just kind of live your life and basically women are told, like, you have to live with pain and being exactly. uncomfortable and being unhappy. That That's what it is because it's like that's women's default state. Like, you're always emotional, so just deal with all the all the issues like you can handle it you're hysterical but you'll be you'll be fine where it's like actually no there's actually something else to this and I think that's why there's like the diagnosis issue that we talked about Lois in our episode about how absolutely girls are just they're just um we just have it tough (laughs) it's just missed what about you Claire how do you feel Claire's like I don't care at all (laughs) I'm just like, I don't even know if there's anything I can add to that that hasn't already been said. Um, Yeah, I guess it's like, so frustrating that there's this expectation for women to just suck up. Oh, Um, yeah, women slash just anyone out there with a uterus is just suffering through pain and just not feeling like things are not okay. Mm. Like, we know our own bodies. Yeah. Mm. Like, Mm. if, if something's not right to the point where, like, someone has to see 10 doctors for mm. someone to listen maybe there's actually something up there like there's a lot of effort that goes into that especially if you're unwell like yeah i mm-hmm. i think that's i think that is the case i think we just need to do better when it comes to like um people's bodies people who have a uterus you know slash women i mm. think we just yeah we need to do a lot better and i think that's why I was so shocked to think, oh, my God, my ADHD could contribute to my period because I thought all the time, no, that's just the way it should be. Mm. But now that there's more conversations, it's like, actually, no, it should – it absolutely should not. It should not be um, that way. It should be different. So a thing to kind of be a bit more positive is what are some things that people in your lives do that make it easier for you during those times, during those pun intended periods of time? What are, what do people do for you that make you feel like I'm going to be okay? Despite the OCD or despite the ADHD, I'm going to be okay. What are some things that people can and should do? Anyone, anyone Honestly, of you? just listening half the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, if I'm just crying for no reason, <laughs> like, I don't need to hear any, I don't need you to talk to me or anything. Yep. Just let just me cry. All out, just... Let me cry. Let me cry. Let me get it all out because yep. I know there's a reason for it. I'm just feeling feelings and yep. I need to get them out. Mm. Yeah, I think that's good. I think and not wanting to fix, like just let me sook. Don't tell me, don't cry. Just be like, yeah, cry. Like you should cry. You know, this is mm. this is good. What about you, Lois? What about for you? What I helps feel like you? It's just even the simple things of like not taking it personal sometimes if I mm. do lash out or something like that. Like that's something that I'm really grateful for with like some of my close friends or like with Mitch. Like <clears throat> it's like, oh yeah, look, we won't take it personal, we get it. Also, in saying that, don't just go do that all the time, Lois, because then you will lose friends. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, like, it's just the simple things. Like, sometimes I'm like, and then I come back and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry that I lashed out. I'm sorry that I did this, you know. Um, so before Claire goes, because then I'm, I will continue with Lois. So, Claire, before you go, but, uh, Claire, what are some parting words that you would like to share regarding for people who are listening who are OCD, who are struggling with sort of 
thoughts and things that are repetitive that make them worried about their period or PMS? Um, oh, gosh, probably just listen to yourself, listen to your body. If things don't feel right, it's probably because they aren't. But on the other hand, there's no need to be scared or afraid at all. Mm-hmm. And you can always reach out. There will be at least someone around you who's willing to listen and help out. I think that is a very nice parting word. Well, we'll let you go, Claire, and I will continue with thank you. No, thank you. It's been so good to have you you on. (laughs) All right, we'll do this again. All right, I'm going to kick you out, Claire. I'm going to make you leave, and I'll (laughs) rack off. (laughs) Go away. All right, love you, Claire. Talk soon. (laughs) Bye, Claire. Okay. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Don't forget the special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners where you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash the Lucy Pod. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash the Lucy Pod.